Hello and welcome to the first ever edition of Scape Talk, where hero scapers talk hero scape. I'm your host, Grooming Truth, owner and operator of HeroScapers.com, and I'm coming to you live from beautiful Fremont, Ohio, where the men are strong and the women are stronger. This episode's guest comes to us from the home of Gen Con, Indianapolis, Indiana, and that is quite fitting as he is our resident Gen Con fanatic, Chris Han, aka Hanorama. Welcome to the show, Chris. Hey, Truth, thanks for having me on the very first episode. Uh, this is very exciting. Well, maybe you can validate something for me, Han. Now, I'm not sure if it's true or not, but I've been told that you spend every day that isn't Gen Con weeping uncontrollably. I, I will neither confirm nor deny uh, the crying that takes place here in uh, the black hole that is my life that is not that uh, three-day, four-day span there in August every year. Okay, sounds good. Okay, let's get right into the show. Our first topic is drafting. To draft or not to draft? That is the question. So tell me, is drafting, is it becoming a lost art form in the world of HeroScape? You know, I want to say yes. I want to preface my following comment here. I think all the attorneys are great. I think the fact that people are organizing these huge, you know, Swiss-style attorneys, you know, double elimination, that's wonderful. But they're coming to the table with preconceived, pre-built armies, and there is no drafting, or what I love to do is the counter-draft. The counter draft is a lost art form. I see too many people who go in and I'm going to go use one particular army or one particular general and then lose the game because they did not counter draft for ranged units versus strong ground units. Charles, for example, I, I love people who think I'm going to take the big green dragon and run the board. And if you pick enough strong ranged units, you can take him out before he does any damage to the rest of your army. Yeah, I recall when, when HeroScape first came out, uh, counting drafting was it was a big deal. It was it was talked about a lot, and uh, now it's kind of been swept under the table in favor of pre-made armies, which, uh, again, I'm all about. I enjoy uh, the strategy of developing an army that I think can beat anything out there or is going to beat what, other, what I believe other people are going to be bringing. But at the same time, yeah, we have lost this neat strategy of drafting and counter-drafting that, that was so prevalent when the game first came out. My take on it is people have quit drafting because there are so many units available that it just takes an incredibly long time to draft. So how do we get back to drafting? What are some ways of, uh, of drafting? Should players be prepped to come and know that it's going to be a draft and therefore have some ideas in mind? Would you think that would sufficiently speed up the drafting process? Oh, absolutely. Or if you play enough games, I mean, I think you, pl- you have played in more tourneys than I have. Like I said, I'm more of a free form. Let's just get together kind of the social aspect of the game and have a good time. And we're always drafting. And once you play enough, you should know, click, 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 just like that, what you want to do. See, on my end, we hardly ever draft. My players, it's not that they don't know what they're doing. Even some of them that actually the, the guy who's probably next to me knows the most about the game seems to take the longest to draft. It seems that they overthink it. And often, we play upwards of uh, six people, and that can get very arduous going through and drafting. Another option is the surprisingly tart draft wizard. I need to get a link up to that on the uh, front of the site. It's a very cool tool. You can go through and you can tell it draft with synergy, and what it actually does is it tries to draft for you units that work together, and you end up with some cool little teams, not, not teams that are as well-picked as a good player would pick, but teams that are viable, that are fun to play, and in using the, we've used it a couple times here, and what it does is it gets some units on the board that you haven't seen in a while, units that don't get played a lot, hit the board because of it. 
Let's move on to flag bearers. Who's got it and who doesn't? Who do you think we'll see in tournament play from the five flag bearers? Right now, based on what we're seeing, the number one, and I love him, is a Sir Gill. I have run the table twice with Gill with an all-valiant army and heavy on the fourth mass and knights. He just can't be stopped. Number two for me, it has to be Laglor. It, he is a close second to Gil. I think I think Laglor is going to be the best pick for team games. We did a little mini team tournament, and Laglor is the only flag bearer who uses the terminology friendly over units you control, which means you can boost your teammates' units as well. And once again, going with what is out there right now, as far as points, I'm thinking that Enar's flag bearer might become, I think, the best of the bunch. You think so? I, I would say that would depend on how good the bowmen are. Currently, he only works with, obviously, all range one units, and I haven't seen that really work out too well for him. He usually gets left behind as they charge the field. It doesn't feel really worthwhile to put a turn marker on him to keep moving him forward. So, Han, I have to ask you, what's on your mind? What's on my mind? Well, I wasn't going to talk about Gen Con until at least after first of the year. Uh, it's on my mind. Gen Con SoCal is over. I think we can focus on Gen Con Indy coming up here in August of 07. Not that I'm you know, counting down the dates, August 16th through the 19th. But, uh, yeah, that's what's on my mind. Okay, so for those who have never been to Gen Con or haven't been to many of them and are feeling a little ill-prepared, when can you start registering for hotel rooms? And when well, can you register for Gen Con? Let's start with the registering for Gen Con. In years past, it normally starts second week in February. Monday morning at 9 a.m. Pacific time, they open up the ticket presale. I guess there's some bennies to doing it. You know, you do the presale, you save a little bit of money, but the main benefit, especially those coming from out of town, is the hotel registration code. In years past, it's been a nightmare where you registered and then in the order of registration, they would physically email everybody the hotel registration code. And, you know, depending on the email server, you could miss some of the better hotels. The way the process works now is the Wednesday following the first day of your registration, they blanket email the code out to everybody. What's good about having that code right away is Gen Con is located downtown Indianapolis. And right off the top of my head, there are probably seven or eight hotels which are either connected right to the Convo Center or within like a three-block walking distance. The rest of the hotels are spread out. In years past, uh, the airport was a very popular destination to stay, a cheaper hotel, and they ran shuttle services into downtown on an hourly basis. They are no longer doing that. So staying downtown is a premium. You must do that if you want to enjoy that Gen Con experience and not be driving in 25, 30 minutes every day and paying, honestly, $20 for parking on top of your hotel room. It's just not worth it. I know the other question I've been asked about Gen Con, and once again, not knocking, if HeroScape is your only game, there were guys who were first-time Gen Con attendees last year who came just for HeroScape, and I personally think had just as good a time that I do every year, checking out every new game, every vendor, every game manufacturer. That's what I go to Gen Con for, is to see the latest, see the greatest, and you know maybe play games with folks who we play the game once a year because here locally my crew is not into playing card games, different board games if they're not you know strategy kill military type games. I mean you can get together. I mean there's something for everybody. Agreed. That's the beautiful thing about Gen Con. There are people who go and just straight 
uh, role play the whole time. You know, they lock themselves up in a little corner of the con and and do their thing. There are people who go just to do the crazy dress up stuff. Or Everybody we- has something that that they go to Gen Con for, and you just gotta love that that it supports such a wide variety of activities at the same time. Well, okay, let's wrap up the show. I want to do this every show. I want to have the guests describe for me their all-time favorite HeroScape moment. So, Han, what is your all-time favorite HeroScape moment or memory? You know, I wasn't there directly. I've seen the videotape. I talked to the eyewitnesses. Matt, you're, you're going to hang me out to dry. This would have to be IMAX questioning uh, the Lord Creator, uh, the man himself, Craig was very nice to sit down and take on the champion of the HeroScape tourney. And IMAX said, quote, are you sure you can do that? You want to look at the rule book? That has to be my favorite HeroScape moment of all time. Infinity Max was was sitting there while Craig was playing the winner of the HeroScape tournament, Spider Poison. While he's sitting there, Craig goes to move over this, this wall, uh, one of the little walls of the bridge, it was on Wolf Swamp Road, and I don't know if Infinity Max didn't have a good view or or if he had counted this correctly, but he told Craig, "No, no, no, you can't, you can't do that." He thought that Craig didn't have enough move with his Sentinel to get up over that wall, and uh, Craig offered to show Infinity Max the uh, rule book as a rebuttal to his claim that he couldn't do that. It was it was a great laugh at Infinity Max's expense, but uh, he's a good sport about it. Well, that's all for this show. Uh, we are going to be putting these out bi-weekly. I want to thank Chris Hahn for coming on this show, talking to us about Gen Con. Next show, we have Kat and David Weisinger, also known as Weisinger and Little Weiss. They will be talking about HeroScape, a family affair, playing HeroScape with their kids. So anybody who HeroScape has been a part of the quality time they spend with their kids, it should be an interesting and uh, relatable episode. Join us then.